I completely agree with you with that douchebag and them collars and yes hey everyone do you like watching tv of course you do it's a pandemic welcome to our quarantine podcast lily gang watches tv we're watching gossip girl because i'm a sucker for going inside the lives of the scandalous elite We'll recap the episodes in two parts and talk about what stood out to us most. We also talk about who we love and hate. And why it's always everyone hating Chuck. So get ready for this week's episode. Dan makes elaborate plans to impress Serena on their first date. And it looks like from the image, he's going to creatively show her how to play pool. Ooh, I've done that. I've pretended to not know how to play pool to have a guy lean in close. Uh All right, so who's going to recap? Not me. There's no joke. I have nothing to talk about. Oh my gosh, there wasn't any joke. Guys, (laughs) that's like 90% about what I I talk about. I don't know what to do. Do you even have any notes of what you'd like to speak of? No, but I have a feeling when he somehow shows up in the second half, I will immediately regret it. Um, all right. So in the first half of the episode, it was mentioned that Nate is closing up the yacht for the year, which that just seemed notable to me. Um, Blair's having her annual sleepover and I giggled to myself because uh, she spared no expense. Uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, spared no expense. Uh, Dan has a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, piggy bank. Uh, it was Donatello. Um, apparently it was mom's first, their mom's first sale of art, which I thought was an interesting thing. Serena asks Jenny about the date that she's going to go on with Dan and Jenny won't give over any of the info. Eric is supposed to come home for the weekend, but mom puts the squash on that. Serena forgot about Blair's sleepover, which is so sophomore year. Um, so she invited Jenny instead. Um, Dan got all dressed up and was all sorts of, am I early when, um, Serena was casual. Uh, Dan does weird jokes with Serena's mom. Serena thinks that they're going on a fun date, but they're not. They're going on some lame, boring old person restaurant date because Dan was trying to be fancy. Um, then there was a sleepover scene that was clearly written by teenage boys um a guy answered uh, mrs humphrey's phone and rufus was so so sad and then the date was just awful 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 and then they decided to go on a real dan humphrey date and jenny was dared to jailbreak eric um so the previously on things i always like when they show that because i'm like ooh, why are they bringing that up what connection they're gonna make i do One that the- too so one of the things I noticed was when Eric, the brother, said, this is why I'm there, and he, they showed his scar. Of course, I'm staring at it like, huh, how long has he been in this facility? Should it be that healed? Should it look that good? Would it really be that wide? How, would, like, how much did he really go at that risk that he really tried that? So Liz, I need your medical opinion. Would it be healed to that extent? Would it be that wide of a scar? Would it be... It could be that wide of a scar, um, especially in an area of the body that that moves so much, the skin would pull and the scar widens. 
Would the width of the scar indicate how deep he went? I mean, My he would have to go pretty deep. He would have to go pretty deep to get a scar that big. Yes, for sure. I guess I was expecting it to be longer, but it was shorter and wider than I thought. That's I would imagine shorter, that that would depend on what he was going for. It was shorter than I was expecting as well. <laughs> so to go back to your like? point of the the healed and and the the what it looked like that brings up like the why can't he go home? Why is mom keeping him there for mm -hmm. so long? Because I'm pretty sure that the psych hold is 72 hours. But he's a minor. He can't sign himself out. But like, he's there wouldn't as the doctors kind of be like, hey, lady, he's good now. Like, why don't you want your son to come home? Because Guess why he's there. Money. Mom has money and she can pay them to be like, you hold him, you keep him. I will pay yeah. you. No, like they can continue treating him as a, as a psych patient. He doesn't like, he can be in the hospital and not be in like mortal danger. But, but yes, it, it did seem like he was rather healed up physically with the scar. So it would indicate he's been there for quite some time. Yes. I would think that over that amount ridiculous. of time, the, the doctors there would be like, Hey, so you seem pretty chill and calm now. And like they would, they would know by now if he was good to go home. And the right. fact that he's like, oh, he can go home for a weekend. And then mom is still like, no, no, you can't even come home for the weekend. Right. But they can't, not they can't like force her to take him. But wouldn't they release him? Like don't medical facilities just release you? To an I guess if it's a if, if people are thinking it's a rehab, right? I guess those are the kind of places you can just stay. Well, I mean, it's it's a psychiatric facility. It's not like going to the emergency room at the hospital, where like the moment they're finished treating you, they're going to send you home so they can put someone else in that bed. Like in a psych facility, you're going to be there, being treated for much longer than people would for other illnesses and people can check themselves out when they want to, but to be, you know, really treated, you would need to stay for a while. And I think many doctors would encourage it. Mm. I just feel so bad that like his mom is refusing to even let him go home for a weekend. It just seems... Yeah, of course. She, well, I think she's embarrassed by him. Like she doesn't know what to, what to say to people or she's worried people will see his scar or something. I, I wish she was, I wish I could feel like she was doing it because she was afraid for mm -hmm. him, but I just don't feel like that's where she's coming from. No, I don't either. I feel like she's very out of sight, out of mind. If he's there, she doesn't need to handle it. Right. She it's can a problem that's being handled. The problem doesn't exist still. Yeah. Uh, She's paying other people to handle it for her. Um, can we talk about Dan and Serena's date beginning with leading up to it? So I 100% agree with Serena. I would have done the same thing. Surprises are great. They're super cute. But knowing how to dress for a thing, like that's yeah. a thing, that's a thing. 
I, if I don't want to dress, I can handle most surprises. It was kind of a bitch move on Jenny's part to tell her jeans and a t-shirt. And in my mind, she even like dressed nicer than jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, for sure. Nice top. And then he's expecting something more. Did Jenny not know? I'm wondering if Jenny just assumed it was a normal Dan thing. She didn't know he was going to be a weirdo. (laughs) Maybe she gave advice on what to wear for a Dan Humphrey date and didn't realize that Dan wasn't planning a Dan Humphrey date, but was planning a Serena Vanderwoodson date. Yeah. And then how awkward when he was like, oh, am I early? There were so (laughs) many cringy moments on this date. I would have, I think if someone had said like, oh, am I early? Like I, my brain, my mouth would have just spoken first. And I would have been like, no. And then the person would have had to comment on my outfit. And then I would have been like, I'm not feeling good. I can't go. (laughs) She played it off flawlessly. Like I would have needed 30 seconds to be like, what do I do? Okay. I, yeah, great. He gave me an out. He's early. Okay. I need to change. And she immediately was just like, nope, I'm just running late. Let me go change. Come on in. I see. I I can't believe neither one of you would have thrown Jenny under the bus. I would have been like, oh my gosh, your sister told me to wear jeans and a t-shirt. I didn't realize. that your sister picked. Yeah. And then, oh yeah. Maybe that's what I would have probably said. I would have been like, what? Jenny said jeans and a t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Your sister thought this was a cute outfit. Um, I have an issue with all of the adults on this show. Except for Rufus, he can do no wrong. I love him. Team Rufus. Rufus, I love you. Um, It makes jokes. Like she refers to the guy her daughter is dating as an it. Oh, it It makes makes jokes. jokes. Why are all the adults so shitty? But also, holy shit. Dan's verbal diarrhea like it it's so over the top it's so nervous what is he going to say in a job interview like I feel for him in that moment though like you know you know you can picture me doing that exact thing I do and I get the urge to ramble I absolutely get it when you're nervous but I would hope that some part of your brain would be like this is the parent of the person I want to date maybe I should make more appropriate comments yeah, see, I do not get the urge to ramble when I'm uncomfortable. Like, I do. My first instinct is zip it. <laughs> when I've met uh, potential suitors, I'm going to word it that way just because it's hold sounds on. Fancy. Can we can we pause I, to appreciate when I've met the, the that potential suitors? Yeah. Okay. When I've met potential suitors, parents, I do get very quiet. I mean, and. I get very quiet when I meet friends' parents too. Like the first few times I met your parents, I was virtually signed because I'm. You want to make it maybe because I know I verbal diarrhea, so I'm like, if I don't talk. (laughs) I get that. I get that. I now have a follow-up question. At what point do you consider someone a potential suitor? Is it when they're meeting my parents or quality thing? Okay, I think they're the potential parents. suitor before they meet your parents. I don't know. Like you I have just, to determine that they're a potential suitor in order to meet the parents. I've been watching a lot of Bridgerton. Shush. <laughs> Liz. Yes. When do you 
when do you decide someone is a potential suitor? I mean, not anymore, but like back in the day. Um, by my interest level, I feel like if I'm interested in someone, they're a potential suitor. I don't know if they're a suitor. All right. In order for them to be a suitor, they have to be pursuing you. Right. A right. potential suitor would be someone who could potentially suit me. <laughs> Okay, so for me, then literally every male is a potential. But how would you phrase that? Who would potentially suiter me, suitish me, sweet me? Who would potentially suit you? Now we're back to the star. Like what? Also, um, speaking of reactions that um, Sabrina has and how we would react to them. Why on God's green earth does she just hop on that Vespa? Like, oh, Dan, you got a Vespa. Like, oh my gosh, that what? Is so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. She was so presumptuous. So like, presumptuous. Oh. Like, I, even if, like, I would, she shouldn't have, I can get not assuming that the driver was there for them. But, like, why would you think he was taking you out in a Vespa? Like, why wouldn't you be taking a cab? which then, is what you've always ridden in together. Even if you assumed that, like even if you walked out and saw it and you were like, oh my God, it's for us. Wouldn't you want to verify? Like, is that for us? Mm -hmm. Question mark. Wait for a response before proceeding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, like that whole, that whole date was just so awkward. Everything oh. from she was not dressed appropriately, not her fault. Dear Jenny, you gave shitty wardrobe advice to the interaction with the mom when he was nervous, and then the whole her jumping on a Vespa, but just Which like was her fault. <laughs> their their yeah. first date got interrupted by them saving his sister from being raped by Chuck. Super important, absolutely. That awkward cab goodbye. Then they go for their second date, which is a failed attempt at a movie. They try to remake it. It turns into like, a fake fashion show. Yeah, it's a fashion show that's not a fashion show in which, he, in which he ends up from the goodness of his heart because hashtag Team Dan, and I love him so hard, Damn. he goes and talks to that girl that he doesn't even like in the hallway and like turns her life around and is just amazing. And now they attempt another date and it just like, it is insane. It's so over the top. Like it's so intense. It, it, if we were trying to graph the intensity of their dates, like you can't, there's no constant. It just <laughs> fucking jumps. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. The whole thing made me extremely awkward. He was just, he was trying too hard and she was expecting too much. It was like, I, if I had had a blanket, I would have put the blanket over my head for that scene or like watching it through your fingers, like in a uh, hard movie. It made movie. me physically uncomfortable. Yeah. I think it made me even more uncomfortable when she paid for the date. See, I didn't Which mind that. <laughs> I thought that was cute, but for him, it made me more uncomfortable. Like I was yeah. having to pay for the expensive dinner for sure, but. It was a good way of her putting an end to the fancy charade though. Yeah. Because otherwise that was just going to keep going. Yeah, but I wish I wish she had somehow found a way instead of being like she paid for it. Because really she didn't. Her mom did. I wish she had found a way to be like, oh, I'm friends with the chef. So he I saw him on my way to the restroom and blah blah yeah. blah. 
Like well, I think make- it only happened because the waiter like awkwardly looked at her when he was like, oh, we'll take the check. Like the waiter could have been like, okay. And, like, oh, it's been taken away. care of. Yeah. yeah he it's been taken care of. Helped. Yeah. You're right. He could have helped. He could have said on the house or taken care of or mm-hmm. anything other than staring at And Serena. then Serena could have been like, oh my gosh, my mom must have. Oh, my mom does this all the time. Yeah. No, my I, mom, just, she's just showing off. <laughs> so I feel like the date was the a big part of the beginning, but then also not the sleepover, sleep, but the soiree. <gasps> That's right. She prefers to call it a soiree because sleepover is so sophomore year. So I have a new favorite year. line. I'm not a stop along the way. I'm the destination. Please be prepared for the next six months for me to text that to the both of you constantly. Even when you're asking me about like a work email or something that has nothing to do. That is my go-to response. It's going to be my signature on text messages for the next six months. I'm not a stop along the way. I'm the destination. I am so excited about that. So on the subject of the soiree, because sleepovers are so sophomore year, um, glad that we finally know officially that they're juniors. We did the math and we decided they were juniors. Um, but now, but now we know officially. Now it's official. Um, pretty sure that they let 20-year-old boys write that sleepover scene. Um because she's all like, oh, truth or dare. And Jenny's like, yeah, I love truth or dare. And Blair's like, not how we play it. Cut to two girls making out. Now, this might be a little presumptuous of me. Probably not the correct word, but we're all having trouble with the English language today. It's um, I'm not, well, first of all, I've never made out with another girl. That's a story for not another day. I just, I've never done it. It just has never happened. <laughs> Um, but I'm certainly not doing it when I'm not getting the attention of a boy, like at a sleepover. If a girl was like in, in high school, if a girl was like, I dare you to make out with me, I'd be like, so you have a crush on me. Like, like it just, it doesn't, I'm, I'm questioning the author of the slumber party. It's a bunch of girls getting drunk with fancy pillows and sexy outfits and then they're making out with each other i'm pretty sure an 18 year old boy wrote that scene i i i found it believable my recap there's no chuck there's no pop collars i've never been sadder in my entire life no chuck whatsoever in the whole episode of chuck guys how do i hashtag this episode i don't know what to do the one without without chuck Chuck. the one without chuck Hmm. that's 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 the title of this episode Mm -hmm. yeah but how do i hashtag it hashtag no chuck chuck I have to find a new person to hate. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh my goodness, who do you love and who do you hate the first okay. time? I, I can hate for not being there for me to hate. Okay, I've moved on. I can handle this. Thank you. Thank you for talking me through this and supporting me. It's a trying time in my life. Um, Recap. All right, second half of the episode. 
Um, Blair and Jenny break Eric out of the facility uh, on the dare. Um, and Lily thinks that he went with Blair because the description was young, blonde, and beautiful. Uh, Dan won $75 playing pool. It got a little flirty between Dan and Serena, even though they just really felt like they were 100% not compatible. Uh, Jenny made a phone call to the girlfriend of a guy that Blair made out with at a bar. Uh, Lily drops the cool line of my people don't know your people. Uh, she then makes herself at home at Rufus's house. Uh, Dan finally admits that they're all children and that they're at a bar. Uh, Lily and Rufus make a whole feast in which Rufus speaks on a landline. Um, Lily actually kind of starts seeming like she cares about her son. Uh, Jenny kind of stands up for herself and says that she knows what she's doing. Uh, and then Jenny robs Waldorf's and the girls run away. Um, we got a little bit more of the Lily and Rufus history. And then Allison called and Lily answered and it was drama. Um, Jenny pretended to be Blair to get out of trouble. Uh, Serena and Dan walk Eric back to the facility and they kissed. What up? Um, Lily gets to take Eric home to his own bed and Jenny has a total power move on Blair. Ta-da! Yay! <laughs> Guys, Mrs. Rufus called and it made me really uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable too and I knew the moment the phone rang that it was going to be her. Like, Mrs. Rufus called the exact moment that I'm assuming it was the other woman. I'm assuming Lily was the other woman at some point was there to answer the phone. Yeah. I mean, her son is Dan is Rufus's son, you know. Right. <laughs> this is I've decided. I've just officially decided that Eric is Lily's son. I mean, yeah, Eric is Lily's son. Uh, yes, he is. is. That is that has been proven in that in the course science. of the show, indeed. <laughs> That's science. Yes. Eric is Rufus's son. So can we start? at the beginning here, well, at the beginning of part two, where it turns out that maybe Blair was being nice about trying to break out Eric because she didn't leave Jenny high and dry. Yes, she was fucking Jenny over for the entire soiree, but she helped to get Eric out. And she said it was yes. she owed him. But I have, I have some, some issues with how she helped. Yes, she was helping, and she listed all the drugs she was on, including all of the PAMs, which is fantastic, and I think that needs to be a thing that you say in your, like, we just, we need to say that all the time now, like, all, all of the PAMs. We're on Lorazepam and this PAM. We're on all the PAMs. all the PAMs. But why did, did that attendant leave her alone? If she was truly on all of those things, she would have been like, I have to call for someone. Like, I cannot leave you unattended. Yeah, that would never. I, I want her job. You. She should be fired. She's terrible at her job. I thought I, I figured it was because she knew she wasn't like she was faking it. But also, like it's such a cute idea to break him out and want to help him. Mm -hmm. But it's gonna have stronger consequences because now he's gonna be stuck there for longer. 
I don't know. Well, it turns out he's not because at the end, mom, uh, mom um, breaks him out. I just, I need these adults. I need these teenagers to start thinking like adults. That's my issue. Well, they were like treated, treated like adults at the bar where Blair made out with like a Wall Street guy. Also, props to Dan for calling him out and being like, she's 14. Like, yeah. he is the voice of reason. That's why I'm hashtag team Dan and why he's so wonderful. He's just, he's fantastic. If I can't, if also, I can't moan about Chuck, I'm going to say all the wonderful things about Dan. So Dan had a moment this episode that I didn't like. <gasps> I, I know. need a moment to digest this. Hold on. Okay. Let me drink the wine. Take a deep breath. And let me let me run through this for you. Okay. okay. I'm, so, I'm prepared. Serena has just announced that she's taking Eric back to the facility. And she's okay. kind of said goodbye. She's oh, goodbye. I need to take Eric back. And he says, well, I could come with you. And she says, oh, no, you don't have to. And then he insists. So for me... If mm-hmm. I were trying to get someone not to come with me, that I, okay, so I feel like I said goodbye. Okay, bye. I'm taking my brother. And then if they tried to come with me, I might say, oh, no, you don't have to do that as a nice way of saying no thanks. And then yeah. if they insist, then I'm in a really awkward situation. Like, I feel I like the cues of like, hey, I, I want to go now. Especially whereas in the previous scene, he was so great about being like, when the the Wall Street guy was all, well, I mean, like, look what she's wearing. And Dan was like, what? It's not about what she's wearing. So I see that. I'm not going to back down from this. I see that. I accept that. However, I feel like he was trying to be there to help her support the brother and be like, it doesn't matter. Like, I understand he takes precedence. She went with him in that first date when he was like, no, I've got this. And she's like, no, I'm coming with you to help save your sister. I no, no, like- I totally agree. Like he, she wasn't bothered by it at all. She was like happy that he was so good with coming. Like she told him he didn't have to and he wanted to come anyway. She was good with it. I wouldn't have been good with it. I feel like a natural like, outfit is like, this is a family thing. If she had said this is a family thing and he had still insisted on going, it would have crossed a line. Yeah, maybe they're family. <laughs> It might be family. (laughs) It's his brother too. He can go. Everyone really just don't find them to be compatible. But then like the whole, like it just, this whole season, I know it's only been five episodes, but this whole season, I have just found nothing compatible about the two of them. But then when they kissed at the end, I was like, yay, they're kissing. Is it because they might share a dad? Is that what you're uncomfortable about? No, I don't think they share a dad. I think their brother shares a dad. Mm. Um, no, I just, it was a cute moment. I don't know if it's because I liked that Serena was like, well, maybe you would have kissed me by now. And like, I've always wanted to be that bold <laughs> and have it work. Um, have you ever been the first person to make a move? Yeah. physically uh, yes probably I'm so very standoffish that I feel like I kind of have to but then it leads to like I'm always the one that then has to like be the initiator after that and I don't really like that part 
And maybe I should not be so standoffish. Because you make the first move, you feel like you have to initiate all the other times? Yeah. I feel like then all the moves after that are my job. Liz, you look like you're contemplating. I, I'm having a really hard time because when you asked Blake, I was like, oh, have I ever been the one to initiate things like physically? And I, I don't know. <laughs> um, have it all happens so been on, organic. Well, yeah, like I'm just assuming I must have at some point. Right? Like what is happening? What do you mean you don't know? I, well, I'm trying so to So simultaneously about, mutual. Have you been Rufus? <laughs> How dare you take that beautiful man's name in vain? Speaking of um, beautiful man, hold on, Liz. I totally want to hear your thoughts on this. But speaking of his beautiful name, you cannot sound serious when you shout the name Rufus. Is what I learned in this episode. Like you, you cannot Rufus sound free. serious. Rufus, Rufus. No, you're calling for a dog. Like you, you do not sound serious. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Liz. I don't think I have. Um, I have been the one to approach someone, like to to initiate a conversation that led somewhere, but I have never initiated things physically. I don't think. I don't know. Have you ever contemplated it, but it just never came to that point? Or yes. I've had like a countdown in my head. Like if they don't kiss me in five, four, oh look, they kissed me. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Nikki? Um, I've initiated my fair share of things. Yes. That does not surprise me. I'm also very difficult to read, so I feel like everyone just assumes I hate them. That's true. Until I tell them to their face, I don't hate them. And then there's usually utter shock of like, wait a second, you don't hate me? There was a time you referred to me as your best friend. And I was like, wait, she likes me? (laughs) I I feel like everyone assumes I hate them. And so I have to make sure like, oh shit, this person thinks I hate them. I need to make sure they know I don't hate them. And so I either need to make a statement or I need to just go for it. Not only did she not hate me, but apparently we were best friends. <laughs> None of this surprises me. This seems like Nikki 100%. I just... She has to initiate physically because all the signals she's sending out are, <laughs> I don't even like you. <laughs> don't even Why are you breathing the same air as me? Can you please back off? Get I feel out. like I've heard you say that to people. I feel like I have said that to people. Oh, boy. <laughs> They probably, um, no, I'm standing by they deserved it. I am sure they did. Mm -hmm. Did you kiss him anyway? I mean, probably. (laughs) Um, Serena's whole teach me how to play pool thing is fantastic. From personal experience, it works, guys. I've tried that. (laughs) It's a thing. I I know how to play pool. Um, Blake has played pool with me. She understands. I know how to play pool. I, I pulled that on someone in a pool hall and they ended up being my boyfriend for several years. And I <laughs> for them. Uh, it, the whole, how do you, how do I make the shot? How do I line it up? And they have to lean over your body to help you with it. Very effective. It's, it's, it works. In case anyone was wondering. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> 
try Liz, that I know you were dying to figure out how to pick up guys in a pool hall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, my biggest thought in the second half was, again, these sleepover bitches. Yes. <laughs> Jenny, these sleepover bitches. But also, she's a genius. I never would have thought I to know. be like, she's such I a Right? She's my I've got the keys. Watch me lock up. That was the best part was when she was like, I have the keys. You can no, watch no, 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 me no. lock up. The best part, the best, I mean, that was phenomenal. The best part was when she went back to Blair's house and was like, bitch, catch these keys. And she's like, you earned a bed. And she's like, fuck you. I don't want to be here, but I'll see you on Monday. You're eating lunch with me. But like, I'm too cool. And I'm keeping the jacket. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like she is a mood. Can I find Jenny Humphrey's like confidence? Confidence. Yeah. And just full persona for the rest of 2021. Yes, that please. would be amazing. 2021, the year of Jenny Humphrey. The year, I, what would Jenny Humphrey do? Okay, that's that's what I'm going to do from now on, guys. <laughs> You're getting a lot of responses from me. They won't make sense. But I'm not the, the stop along or the, whatever it was. I'm the destination. And what would Jenny Humphrey do? You're not just a stop along the way. You're the destination. Exactly. If you ever ask me a question, that's my response. What would Jenny Humphrey do? This episode gave me so many horror flashbacks to my school days. It was, it was not a fun episode for me at all. Mean girls suck. Yeah. So is that who you hate? Do you hate all the mean girls in this I, episode? I 100% loathe every single girl that was at that sleepover. Anyone who thought of or went along with any of those plans is a deplorable human being. And doesn't deserve to breathe the same air as Jenny Humphrey. So then who do you love in this episode? If you hate all the, the soiree girls, who do you love? I don't, I didn't, nothing really struck me in this episode as a full on love. Um, but I think, you know, I gotta love Jenny for that power move there at the end where she know, like when she says to Dan, well, love Dan for being the big brother and coming to the rescue, even though it, un, like everything that he did in this episode did not pan out appropriately. Um, I would say that she, that when she says to him, I know who Blair is, but I also know who I am. Like, so she, it was clear that she just like wants to be friends with them for the social status. And she knows that they're not who she is as a person. So. Agreed. Hate, hate the soiree girls and love Jenny Humphrey. Liz, who do you love and who hmm. do you hate? Who do I love and who do I hate? I love Rufus. I think from this episode, he's definitely the one I love. He was, he handled everything uh, really well. He wasn't 
angry or stressed or rude or mean to anyone ever. Um, I feel bad for him because of that phone call where his wife's quote unquote friend picked up the mm-hmm. phone while she was in the shower. Um, and who do I hate? Blair. Blair was awful in this episode. Mm-hmm. What she did to Jenny, inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Nikki? I'm having a dilemma. Okay. I have always been hashtag team Dan, hashtag everyone hates Chuck. I, I, I did appreciate Dan in this episode. I thought he was wonderful. I think every episode I fall more and more in love with the Humphrey men, for sure. But I have to say I love Rufus more than Dan in this episode. Yeah, and he's good. He's, like, I loved how he handled everything, even when he was upset about Lily asking for his son's phone number. He still was like, ooh, this is something I need to look into. He still made the call, but you're, yeah. you're right. He was so calm. Like, his reactions were an adult. Yes. Which is not seen on this show or in real life in general. <laughs> By the adults, no. Right? Like, he he is the adult on this show. He is the singular adult on this show. And I think he's absolutely amazing. And it makes sense why Dan is just so fantastic, because Rufus is his, is his dad. Um, I hate Chuck for not showing up to give me something. <laughs> you can't hate Chuck in this episode. But you I need can't. a different hate. I can't. Chuck made zero appearances. We'll come up with a better hate. But I also low-key hate Chuck for not showing up to help me make fun of Fair. him. Okay. I hate Blair. Okay. I hate Blair. She was a bitch. She, instead of saying to Serena, like, ooh, I understand I have blown this date with this guy for you several times. And he was nice to me when he didn't need to be, even when I made a stupid comment about needing a tetanus shot when he walked over and gave me fantastic advice. Um, (laughs) She was a bitch to Serena. And then she was a bitch to Jenny and invited her solely for the purpose of torturing her and hoping she would crack and- Tried to get her arrested. What kind of shit is that? She's awful. And even when I thought like, ooh, Blair at least cares about Eric. No, she fucking doesn't. She is a useless piece of crap. I recognize she's probably a product of her upbringing and her mom doesn't help. But like, at some point she's got to own her own. This poor me, I'm the victim of everything. Shit has to stop. I'm over it. I'm over it. She can go away to boarding school in Switzerland for the next six seasons and I'd be okay with it. Guys, I sadly miss Chuck. I don't, I know what's wrong. Is it weird that I was kind of like, it just... I'm going to go contemplate my life choices. I, I didn't like this episode as much. And I know it's because of the mean girling, but like, is it because there was no Chuck? We didn't have that shared hatred of Chuck. I didn't Do get I to miss Chuck. Chuck? I just, when last we saw him, he did a good thing. And then he's not here. But guys, we still have the memory of that. They wanted us to like sit with that for a few weeks. He will come back, I assure you. (laughs) With a vengeance. Chuck will return. Extra douchey. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about the show. And had a few laughs. If you liked this episode, don't forget to rate us. You can find us on anchor.fm slash lilygang and listen to episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts.
You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lily Gang Podcast. Tell us who you love and hate in the comments. And check out our blog posts at pcgproject.com. You can also watch Blake edit episodes and give feedback on Twitch. See you in two weeks. It's over. Why are you here?